Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Bienvenidos todos, yo soy Denise Salcedo y ahorita están mirando Fight for Wrestling. Vamos a platicar sobre Triple Manía 29. ¡Tada! Hey guys, it's Denise Salcedo. So, I wanted to trick everybody and make them think that I was going to do this in this show entirely in Spanish. Um, but I'm not going to do this show in Spanish. I'm going to do this show in English, BTW. But I wanted to throw a pe I wanted to swerve the people for a minute there. But guys, uh, thank you guys so much for hopping into Fightful Wrestling. Today, we are going to be talking about Triple Mania 29. And it was a pretty, uh, pretty exciting show, top to bottom lots of action and a couple of surprises that were very exciting that I cannot wait to get into and talk about here today. But before we get started, guys, uh, everybody's asking me why I'm not doing this show in uh, in Spanish. Oh, heck no, guys. Like, uh, my Spanish is good, but it's not great for a whole hour to do the entire show. Uh, either way, guys, I want to thank you guys so much for joining into this stream. Uh, so much to talk about. I'm happy that I get to be on here to talk about lucha i was so excited when sean officially approved that i got to do this show as you all know i was uh bugging him about it and then finally i got the yes so here i am let's make it worth it everybody I do want to let you guys know that, as you all know, the Fightful style of these shows is very interactive. So whenever you guys can, please make sure to send in a super chat at any point throughout this show because um, I will be reading your thoughts and your comments uh, if you send them in in a super chat. And also, uh, Sean Ross Sapp will definitely cancel me and my future shows if I don't get any super chats. <laughs> um, but we're going to go ahead and get rolling, everybody, because we had a very fun show Overall, I'm going to start off by saying that this was probably the most organized triple mania that I have ever seen. And by that, if you guys have watched other triple manias in the past and you guys have seen triple A in general, you guys will know that it's kind of always like, uh, it's always a hot mess. Things are always happening. Uh, different things are always happening down on the show. So you really never know what to expect, but we got so much to get into. So let's go ahead and do this, everybody. We are going to kick things off with uh, the opening match, which was the Marvel Lucha Libre Edition Expedition. So as you guys know, I think maybe, oh God, like a year ago, a couple months ago, I'm trying, forgetting the time frame here, uh, but Triple A essentially announced that they were doing like this licensing partnership with Marvel. And that was pretty exciting to hear. So 
what they did is they created a lot of original characters, original Lucha characters that are based off of Marvel characters themselves. So they're based off of, you know, your very obvious like Spider-Man, Captain America, Hulk, all of those, but they gave them uh, these new names. So we did have this match today. This was kind of of a, a meaningless match, but it was fun. And also it was a very nice promotion, collaboration, whatever you want to call it between AAA and Marvel. But before we get to that, we got our first to uh, Super Chats of the day. So thank you so much to Anthony Down Under who says, um, quote, thank you for all your explanations tonight. I'd never watch and it really helps so much. I was so happy, guys. So if you follow me on Twitter throughout this, I was posting like as much as I could because I know that a lot of people, especially a lot of my audience, because you guys know that I mainly cover, you know, AEW and WWE. You guys already know me for that. But I know that a lot of people aren't necessarily familiar with like AAA and CMLL and all of that type of stuff. So I wanted to make sure to, you know, to be a resource, to be of some help for you guys all. And I did see a lot of people that appreciated it, uh, Anthony being one of them. So thank you so much. Uh, that means a lot to me. Um, we got another super chat from Mike Proventure too, who says, quote, how are we as a society still so bad at cutting wrestlers hair in the ring? Question mark. Also, can Andrade start going by Andrade Flair, please? Um, I did not expect Ric Flair to be appearing here tonight. We will get into that because I am going to run through this show chronologically. But when people were when people were saying that they thought Ric Flair was going to be an option when Andrade said that somebody else was going to come out with him, I was like, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I, I wanted to see it, but I didn't think that it was going to happen. So color me uh, shocked for sure with that. We got another super chat from that one guy I know who says, quote, didn't get a chance to watch, just wanted to show my support. Uh, thank you so much to that one guy I know. I will, uh, even if you didn't watch, um, I will be letting you guys know what would happen and what you guys missed if you didn't watch. Also, guys, huge shout out today to at Lucha Blog. So, we were not, if you're outside of Mexico, you were not going to be able to watch the show today. However, thanks to at Lucha blog, we were able to watch the show. If it wasn't for him, uh, you know, doing what he did to get that Twitch stream going, uh, we would not have been able to do this uh, show here tonight. So first of all, uh, thank you so much to Lucha blog for that. We got another super chat. This one is from Brian Mahoney, who says you're super amazing. Denise, huge fan of yours and appreciate you covering the show. Thing I learned is I need to learn Spanish. Love the promo. Pues mira, Brian Mahoney, si quieres aprender español, bien conmigo, porque yo sí te enseño a hablar el español, pero, pero el español de los Estados Unidos, ¿ok? Porque yo no lo hablo perfecto como los, uh, los que vienen de México. <laughs> um, anyways, thank you so much to Brian Mahoney. We got another super chat from Casuis uh, Clay, who says, I appreciate you covering this. I grew up watching AAA, and it was my childhood, and I don't think AAA gets the recognition. It really deserves. I second this. I really, really do second this. Uh, I think that a lot of people watch today's show uh, that normally don't watch because they wanted to see what was going to go down with Andrade and Kenny Omega. How And so there, that brought uh, a lot of new eyeballs, a lot of new viewers to the show. But if you grew up watching Triple A or you watch sporadically, uh, I think that you know, obviously you were going to tune in either way because it's triple mania. So uh, thank you so much to uh, Jesus Clay for sending in this super chat. All right, guys. So here we go. Uh, let's get back to that opening match that we had here, which was the Marvel Lucha Libre Edition Expedition. So the one thing that I, okay, so you had, let me first start off by telling you guys who was in the match. Uh, we had Team Leyenda Americana versus Team Terror uh, Purpura. And essentially what you had here, again, like I mentioned, was a lot of these um, Lucha characters based on Marvel characters. And underneath the mask and all of that were a lot of talents that you all know about. Uh, so we had Brian Cage, who was obviously Terror Purpura, which is uh, based off of Thanos, Thanos. And then we had Venenoive, who was Black Taurus. And then we had Picadora Lethal, who was Sexy Star. We had uh, versus the, uh, we had Estrella Cosmica, who was Lady Maravilla. 
We had Aracno, who was Hijo del Vikingo. And then we had Leyenda Americana, who was Octagon Jr. So this was very complicated. As I was writing down my notes, I would write their real names. And then at other moments, I would write the character that they were doing through this. So while I was, you know, t watching this match, one of the things that I do want to bring up, because I, I it just makes more sense to me. So in Mexico, you have so much talent. You have a lot of independent, a lot of local talent that is you know uh unknown yet there's still a lot of unknown talents that you know are trying to get their foot in their door are trying to break out and have that you know breakout moment so one of the things that i do think that triple a should do a uh, going forward is i do not think that they should put like these known names underneath these characters like you shouldn't i mean i get it brian cage has like this big size so i can see why you would put brian cage and all of this but i really do think that they should actually utilize some of the talent that is that you know your local independent talent to take on these roles so a they can actually have a possible breakout character and b so that you don't have a lot of the talent that you had today having to essentially have two matches in one night so i do think that they should uh, uh maybe put new people underneath these characters i think it would work a lot better uh but either way this match was really fun and if there was anything that you learned from today is that we definitely need to keep seeing brian k and Thaurus as a tag team because they are phenomenal together and obviously they paired up later on in the night which we'll talk about in just a second uh but this match here guys I mean it it rocked, okay? First of all, you had Vikingo, who was Aracno. He had this fantastic entrance. He did the, you know, the Shawn Michaels entrance coming up from the rafters, uh, except because he's doing the Spider-Man-esque style. He comes down upside down in that Spider-Man pose. So it looked really cool. It took a little while for him to get there, but obviously it's better to take your time and be safe with it and then to have it essentially be rushed. So I really like the way that they had Aracno, who was Hijo del el, hijo del vikingo essentially doing this um this match here also vikingo literally did not even try to hide whatsoever that he was vikingo underneath this mask he was literally doing all of the moves that uh, we all love and appreciate from vikingo so that was really really awesome uh we then had um we then had a, a Hulk coming out, and this ended up being uh, underneath the Hulk mask. Underneath the Hulk character was Murder Clown, so that was there. In the end, we did see Leyenda Americana win. A good match, guys. Again, this was really a nothing match in terms of the meaning of it, but it was fun to see these characters and who was underneath them. So overall, a pretty nice opener for the show. We got a super chat from Ryan Lambert. Thank you so much to Ryan, who said, Triple A did the Marvel crossover last year as well. I watched the show with my girlfriend, who's an Aussie, so I had to translate stuff for her. Uh, yeah, and I would say that this one was definitely better, I think, than what they did last year. I kind of felt like this one was... Uh, uh, it just felt, I liked it more. I liked it a whole lot more. So thank you so much to Ryan Lambert for sending in the super chat. Um, David Paredes makes a joke, says, thank you, Denise. That was better Spanish than the AEW Spanish commentary. I haven't heard the AEW Spanish commentary. So to be honest, I can't even comment on that whatsoever. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Overall, good stuff there, guys. We're going to go ahead and move on because we do got plenty more to talk about here today. But as a reminder, as we as we jump into the next matches and the next segments, etc., send in your super chats and as they correlate to what we're talking about, just so that we're all organized. You know, Sean didn't want to get me somebody extra to help me run super chats here because you all know that I got to work extra harder here on Fightful. Anyways, we got our second match of the night, which was the um, for the Copa Bardal. Uh, you get yourself a nice cup. It's essentially a rumble match. Every 45 seconds, you get a new guy coming in. You can win by pinfall submission or over the top rope which kind of led to a couple of talents uh eliminating themselves because they would do these high flying maneuvers and they would end up essentially eliminating themselves but this was a this was a pretty fun match guys and i think that if you're new uh to triple a or maybe you don't keep up with it as much this was a really good way to get an introduction to a lot of the talents that they have and kind of figure out like hey which of these guys are you going to start to see a little bit more 
more of, you know, in the, uh, you know, in U.S. promotions, because obviously you're bound to see and have already seen a couple of these guys here. But we got a super chat. This one is from El Rey Velez. Thank you so much to El Rey Velez, who says, quote, I don't understand why Kenny Omega lost to Christian Cage, but he beat Andrade El Idolo. Make the Adam... Make the Adam Page story less irritating to me personally. Saludos, Denise, desde Alaska. First of all, hell yeah, we got people watching from Alaska. That is incredible. Uh, secondly, we will get to that. That is going to be later on in the show. Um, but I kind of have a feeling that a lot of people, without going into too much detail just yet, I have a feeling a lot of people were very surprised by the fact that Kenny Omega uh, did not lose uh, his championship here tonight. I think based on the story that we are seeing play out as of late on AEW and you know, Dynamite and Rampage and all of that with Christian Cage winning the Impact title, I do think a lot of people were expecting this sort of downfall for Kenny and for him to lose the title here today. So that was surprising. However, we will get into that uh, in just a bit. But thank you so much to El Rey Velez for sending in these uh, this comment here. And we got a comment from Jay Trejo, who I want to point out because uh, Jay Trejo points out that these matches are always fun. And yeah, they are because like I said, you get all of these different guys coming in here and they all get a chance to do some cool stuff. So here we go. Uh, the first entrance that we had was uh, Misty Says Jr. So BTW guys, what I'm going to do for this match is I'm just going to go over the guys who came in, uh, give you a little bit of information on these guys and then talk about some of the uh, major moments of this. So first and foremost, the first entrant was Misty Says Jr., uh, Bandito's brother. Then we had Carta Brava Jr. He's essentially part of Poder del Norte, which you also saw uh, later on in this show. But essentially, Poder del Norte is they're one of the best uh, trios in Mexico. So they're kind of a big deal. And they're essentially those guys that whenever they're in the ring with somebody, they're going to make them look even better. So that's kind of a little bit of a background there. Uh, the third entrant that we had was Adamus. A good young high flyer, uh, very entertaining. He actually had some of the most entertaining spots throughout this entire match. In fact, for me, Aramis was definitely um, the highlight for me during this match. But he's been booked in a couple of U.S. Indies. Uh, fourth entrant, we had Tito Santana. Not the WWE Tito Santana. Uh, no relation to that Tito Santana. And he is also part of that trio with uh, Poder del Norte. After that, we had Drago. Uh, some of you guys may be a little bit more familiar with Drago. And then we had Nino Hamburguesa come out. Uh, Nino Hamburguesa is super over. Uh, how can you not love Nino Hamburguesa? Uh, then we had Mocho Cota Jr. And he is also part of Poder del Norte. Um, during this, because AAA being AAA, we had two unofficial members come in here, which were uh, Superfly and La Parca Negra. Uh, they came in during this match, but they weren't official uh, participants, though. After this, we had Mr. Iguana, we had Pimpinela, and uh, we had Villano Tres Jr. coming out. Uh, Mamba and Argenis was the last entrant, so it was a total of 12 people. Some good moments during this match or not so good moments of this match. Uh, we did see Aramis eliminate himself after he did a dive to the outside. Uh, we did see Nino Hamburguesa do a really cool cannonball. In terms of it being really cool, it's just impressive because of his size and all of that. We even saw Nino Hamburguesa go to the top rope at some point. Obviously, you're going to mark for that. Misty says Jr. also eliminated himself too because he ended up doing a Spanish fly, uh, eliminating himself as well. So... The final two men were um, the final two men were Carta Brava Jr. from Poder del Norte and Mr. Iguana. So in the end, we had Mr. Iguana win this Copa, and essentially, I was really happy to see Mr. Iguana win. And the reason for this is. Um, Essentially, you have a lot of people that are always trying to be your next Ray Phoenix, your next Penta, you know, that type of luchador. But Mr. Iguana is somebody that is doing something different. He's bringing something different to the table, uh, you know, bringing this life forward of the Iguana and all of that. And so this was actually a pretty big deal for him, a pretty big win. Uh, I thought this was a really good moment for him. And I hope that, you know, after winning this, he's sort of seen as... Um, 
somebody a little bit higher up on that roster. However, before we get to the post-match stuff, because a lot went down here, and I'm going to have to do a lot of uh, backstory to this next part of this, I do want to read a couple of Super Chats that we got here. Uh, We got one from John Vask, who says, um, quote, we need Tirantes referee in the USA, LOL, JK. That's the thing with with, uh, with AAA, is that right away, I knew that a lot of people were going to be like, complaining about the referees or like at least a lot of people saying that they're not a fan of that uh we will get into that in just a second we got a super chat from mario morales who says feel good moment of the night diana boy oh boy did diana perrazzo have a fantastic night in her career today we will talk about that as well we got another super chat from ricardo el idolo del distract Del Distraction, who says, watched for Kenny Andrade, enjoyed the rest. See, and that's what they had to do, because like I said, they were going to get a lot of new eyeballs, a lot of people that don't normally tune into AAA. Uh, so you're going to want to, you know, put on a good show. And top to bottom, like, yeah, we had like one of the matches was pretty sloppy, but it was still very entertaining. Uh, so good stuff all around. Thank you so much to Ricardo for sending in this super chat as well. We got another one from uh, Buche Fellas who says I came to you from Chrysalmania and let's never forget one time in a cage match Vince McMahon once gave Big Show a tongue punch in the fart box um thank you for bringing this up uh I appreciate you sending in the super chat and uh let's see what else we got here another super chat from Aussie Kingpin who says thank you Denise from Australia um Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate it. Another super chat from Mike Proventure, too, who says, is it USA Tirantes just Rick Knox? Question mark. All right, guys, let's get into this. So one of the things that happened directly after the Scopa match is essentially we had this big moment. So give me a second because I got to run down all of kind of what went down here. So we had the debut of the Nueva Generacion, Nueva Generacion Dinamita, okay? So they came out and they attacked Mr. Iguana. So just a little backstory here. This is essentially their debut into AAA. And this is a big deal because long story short, they come from wrestling royalty, okay? They literally also were just main eventing last Friday's CMLL show. And as you guys all know, you don't even need to be a hardcore Lucha fan to know this, but CMLL and AAA have been having this rivalry forever, okay? Like, they are very, very, um, their rivalry is legit, And so this is a big deal when it comes to that, okay? These guys are all under 30 years old. They are main event heels, okay? You have Sanson, you have Cuartero, you have Forestero. Um, I hope I pronounced all of those names right. Uh, But either way, they are legit, okay? So then let me kind of give you guys a little bit of uh, backstory here. So the original Dinamita brothers, they are legends. That's what I mean by them coming from wrestling royalty. They were top heels uh, when AAA first started. They've been top heels in UWA, AAA, and CMLL. Uh, Cien Caras is the father of Sanson and Cuartero, uh, the two members, two of the three members, and he, Cien Caras, main evented Triple Mania 1 against Conan, okay? And that match did over 50,000, got over 50,000 people in that building, which is still the attendance record in Mexico. So that's just kind of to lay in a little bit of why this is such a big deal and who they come from and the family lineage and all of that. Um Also, so they come in and they're essentially, you know, cutting this promo. So the promo that they essentially cut is that they're pretty much done with uh, this style from AAA. They basically see, because, okay, so in Mexico, CMLL is seen as the classic Lucha Libre, okay? They're seen as like the more serious company. Then you have AAA. AAA is seen more as the, you know, the sports entertainment style, more of the clownery, fun type of style, very, you know, 
polar opposite of CMLL. So they essentially, you know, coming from CMLL to AAA, they're basically saying that they're going to, you know, change things here in AAA and they're going to, uh, you know, make it more of real Lucha and they're going to go ahead and tell the people why they're the best luchadors out there. Okay, so we got all of that going. And then after this, we have... Um, El Poder del Norte, who I just mentioned, those three guys being in the earlier match, uh, they came out and then attacked NGD and essentially... For hardcore Lucha Libre fans here, like this is a match that people have been wanting to see. Uh, this is a feud that people have been wanting to see because when it comes to trios, both of these trios are essentially top notch in Mexico, which is why uh, this was a big moment, especially for those hardcore Lucha Libre fans. Um, then afterwards, you had La Empresa coming out and the them essentially, the Empresa came out they align themselves with the Dinamitas and that essentially gives them instant credibility because they, they didn't have a certain credibility to them. But now with that, now with that pairing with Dinamita, it gives them their uh, instant credibility there. So this was good stuff, guys. I mean, in terms of people that follow the product, they are definitely how all of this played out was very exciting for people. So I hope you guys appreciate all of that like background uh, sort of knowledge, but we got a couple of super chats here and you guys can go ahead and send in your thoughts as we go through this. Um, we got a super chat from Jonathan Hedman who says, I just got off of work from here. Uh, 1 a.m. here. We'll watch this tomorrow, but wanted to show you some love and say I voted for you against Luke. Uh, thank you so much to Jonathan Hedman. I really appreciate it. Uh, we got another super chat. This one is from the Cooge97 who says, Denise, happy que wrestling fans saw AAA por la primera vez. Estoy feliz que ganó Kenny. We are hearing peligro. Uh, <laughs> peligro. <laughs> in our sleep thanks to Hugo. Orale. Uh, thank you so much to the Cooge97. Yeah, and I I, it, it is funny to always hear him say peligro. I love it, man. I love it. And every time he does it, I laugh my ass off. It's hilarious. And I think that, again, a lot of the new viewers for today were probably like, what the hell? But it kind of sticks with you guys. I'm pretty sure a bunch of people tomorrow are going to be like, peligro, peligro. Um, <laughs> we got a super chat from El Rey Velez who says, shout out to Psycho Clown for the tribute to his late father, Super Porky. Yes, and we'll get into that uh, once we get to the main event. We got another super chat from Bucha Fales who says, let's never forget how much you mean to me and the rest of us wrestling fans. You helped us through a hard time, but still one time Vince McMahon once tongue-punched Paul White in a fart box. All right, we got another super chat from Alexander Matich who says, Kenny had to drop the belt. Impact Emergence is on Friday, August 20th, the same night as the first dance in Chicago. Um, yeah, we still, God, there's so much wrestling going on that night, guys. Holy moly. I feel like everybody and their mothers is running that night. It is going to be a very, very stressful night. Um, all right, guys. So here we go. Um, after this, let's get into this next match here. All right, guys, here we go. This match, Diana Perrazzo, holy moly, this girl. In terms of, you know, after Deanna Perrazzo got released, man, from that moment to like now, I swear, this girl has been hustling. She's been, uh, she's definitely, she's just done so much. And tonight's match, uh, so it was essentially champion versus champion. You had, uh, you had Deanna Perrazzo defending her Impact Knockouts title. You had Fabi Apache defending the Triple uh, A Reina de Reinas title. And so with that being said, first and foremost, you have already this big, you know, champion versus champion match. You're putting your title on the line. Obviously, that's with that with that within itself is a big match. She's also in this match with Fabi Apache, who is literally one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. OK, and so. This match was a big deal. It felt like a big deal. And even the way that it ended even felt like an even bigger deal. Um, so Fabi can wrestle pretty much any style, okay? First and foremost. This match, they kind of wrestled more of Deanna Perrazzo's style, which I really liked because they really went toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with one another. One of the things here, though, that a lot of people were sort of, you know, bringing up was the fact that this is where you started to see the heel referee uh, play into this match a little bit more because the heel referee, uh, El Hijo de Tirantes, 
was essentially tr- helping out Deanna Perazzo, who was the heel uh, throughout the night. So that was essentially part of the match. And I even mentioned that there that you would see this play out during different portions of the match uh, with the heel referee. Uh, afterwards, uh, this match essentially kind of became like a three on one because Diana had the referee on her side. And then she also had Lady Maravilla on her corner. So they were all essentially, you know, working in their magic to kind of, you know, screw Fabi Apache over. So I really like the story that they were telling there with this. And then afterwards, you just kind of kept seeing both uh, Fabi Apache and Diana Perazzo just go back to back man both two solid performers and what you saw unfold was a really really nice match in the end we did see Diana Perrazzo win with the Fujiwara arm bar and afterward she essentially not only goes home with her impact knockouts championship but she now is also uh the triple a reina de reinas champion and looks like we got a new belt collector here because now she essentially has two championship belts and i think Deanna, I don't know if she was crying, but it looked like she was crying during this moment. And it, I mean, I wouldn't blame her whatsoever because this was such a pretty exciting moment for her in her career. And just to be holding up those two bouts, especially after having this match with this legend and Fabia Pacha, you know, in Mexico at a big show like Triple Mania, all of those different things factored into this. Uh, this was a really good moment. So uh, shout out to uh, Deanna for this as well. Um, but we got people basically saying Deanna two bouts um, on here. Uh, Deanna two bouts. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Let's see what else we got. People just basically saying that she really just went out there and did all of this, you know, stuff that she did. Uh, Carlos Mendes says Deanna is an absolute star. That was such a good match. Really, really was guys. I really got to give it up for them on that one there. All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and move on. Also, friendly reminder, if you guys haven't already, uh, do not forget to follow me on Twitter and or on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. BTW, Sean forgot to do an overlay for me. This is what I mean, guys. I'm treated like a jobber here at Fightful. I didn't even get an overlay. I had to put this random one up. Uh, I will complain to Sean after this, but my my uh, handle at underscore Denise Salcedo, you guys can go ahead and follow me on there uh, if you guys want to just, you know, follow what I do. Also, FightfulSelect.com. Sean Rossap is literally breaking news left and right, all right? If you want your your inbox flooded with breaking news pretty much every single day, head on. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer? A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
over to FightfulSelect.com and make sure to subscribe. All right, guys, here we go. We're going to go ahead and move on because after this, guys, all right, this is literally the moment where I was marking the hell out, all right? So, look, I know, look, I, where do I begin? I don't even know where to begin. I am, and I, I, I know I'm supposed to be a professional, and I am a professional, right? Professional. Um, when it comes to just lucha matches with so many spots, man, that is my bread and butter, guys. That is what brings me joy in my life. Just see a bunch of cool spots. You know what? I'm like polar opposite of like a Jim Cornette. I love the spots. I love them. And this match had them all. But before I get into that, we got a super chat from Abucha who says, uh, Deanna has been a favorite of mine since the Taz show. Uh, when she talked about her uh, BJJ background, we share similar trainers in the Gracie household. Oh, I did not know about that. Thank you so much for sending in the super chat. And dude, seriously, um, <laughs> seriously though, I can't put her over enough, guys. I really, really can't. The girl is on fire. Good for her. Um, all right, guys. So um, let's see. Where am I at? All right, let's get into this. All right. So the three-way uh, tag team match for the Triple A World Tag Team Championships. Uh, this match was crazy. All right. So just looking at the guys that were in this match, you already knew it. So you had Taurus teaming up with Brian Cage. And like I mentioned at the top of the stream, we need to definitely see them team up a whole lot more because after tonight, I'm going to want more. You can't tease me and not give me any more. Um, so Taurus and Brian Cage versus the Lucha Brothers, which we already know are crazy good, versus Elijo Del Vinkingo, who is going to be a top star, guys. Mark my words. This guy is going to be getting bookings left and right, okay? This guy is crazy good and does stuff that I've never even seen before in my life, okay? Um, him teaming up with Laredo Kid as well. So you got Laredo Kid, you got an Evil Devin Kingo, you got the Lucha Brothers, you got Brian Cage, you got Taurus. I mean, it is nuts. So this match starts off. We got a bunch of spots. We got, uh, I'm going to kind of highlight some of the best moments during this, okay? There's a moment where Elijo de Vinkingo literally carries Black Thaurus, okay? He literally lifts him up. And I'm emphasizing this because you guys have all seen Thaurus. You've seen Elijo de Vinkingo, And these two guys are, Black Thaurus is a big guy, okay? Elijo de Vinkingo is a pretty small guy, okay? And he literally lifts him up. So this was very, very impressive. We see Vikingo do a reverse 450 to the outside. He does this reverse 450 like it's the easiest thing in the world. Then we see Laredo Kid and Vikingo both do 450s. We see we first see Laredo Kid do one. Then we see Vikingo do one. So it's literally nonstop. Then afterwards, we see uh, both uh, Cage and Thaurus uh, suplexing both Vikingo and Laredo Kid. So that was a pretty fun moment here. We see a springboard swanton from Phoenix to Taurus. And also, shout out to Black Thaurus for always catching everybody. If you're going to go ahead and do a depth-defying move off the top rope at any point in your life, Make sure that Black Thaurus is the one catching you. Uh, after this, we saw Brian Cage deadlift superplex on, doing deadlift superplex on Laredo Kid, which was phenomenal too. We see Vikingo do a shooting star press off of the guardrail, a really awesome spot too. Vikingo then does a 630. Uh, Black Thaurus then stands up on the top rope and does a gorilla press slam on Vikingo. Uh, for the win, we see the Lucha Brothers hit the um, Factor Medio, um, Medio Miedo on uh, Vikingo, and they essentially retain their title. So, again, I kind of just ran through a couple of the spots there. Go out of your way to watch this match. If you can, at some point, this is the match to see, guys. And then... This is where we're moving on to things that kind of get the social media world buzzing. And by that, I mean, we have Andrade essentially telling Conan backstage that he does not want him in his corner tonight. He says that he has somebody else 
He's replaced them with somebody else who is more important than Conan is. And immediately you're like, who the hell can it be? So my prediction here was, I thought we were going to see Alberto Del Patron, which I didn't really want to see him, but I figured that that would be a prediction. And then uh, Rush, I thought he would be the for sure option. And then I had a couple people suggesting Ric Flair. And I was like, nah, I don't think it'll happen. So eggs on my face. But then the funny part during this, though, is that the second Andrade tells Conan, like, I'm no longer wanting you on my corner, Conan goes and knocks on the door of Kenny Omega and essentially tells him that he has a business proposal for him. And you know what they say, guys, when one door closes, you open another one or one door closes, another one opens. There you go. That's the quote. Um. That was literally the epitome of that quote ever. You saw Conan do that. And later on in the match, we'll we'll get to that because we have one more match ahead of that. But we do end up seeing um, Conan coming out with Kenny Omega. But we'll get to that in a second. We got a super chat from Jason Sadhasta, who says, First time AAA viewer tonight, and I loved it. Do they have a regular show or just pay-per-view type event on occasion? So they do have their shows. And I usually watch on YouTube or an Amazon Prime because I have that on there too. So I would get you like more. I want to put. I'm going to post more information about that on Twitter and like where you can watch because I want to make sure I get my facts right before I put them out there. So I'm going to post that information on Twitter. Um, so thank you so much to Jason for sending in this super chat here. All right, guys, here we go. So let's do this. Um, whatever. Uh, all right, here we go. Trios, trios match. We had um, Team Triple A which was Pagano, Chessman, and Murder Clown versus La Empresa, which was Puma King, uh, Sam Adonis, and uh, DMT Azul. So let me give you guys like a quick uh, background here on what's going on and like why this match even came about. So La Empresa is essentially doing an invasion angle. They're essentially doing a CMLL invasion angle, which is why they're calling themselves La Empresa. They're calling themselves La Empresa because for years, CMLL was called La Empresa. So they're doing an invasion angle, which is why you're seeing uh, Team AAA versus La Empresa. So that's just a quick background story. Also, uh, at last year's, um, uh, last year, excuse me, last year, Pagano and Chessman had a uh, hair versus hair match in which Chessman lost. So even though they had that whole situation going, Pagano and Chessman decided to essentially put their differences aside to, you know, help defend the honor of AAA. So that's really quickly uh, the background on this match. But we got a super chat from uh, Drizzy Drew who says, Omega booking looking real shaky trying to think. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but I I feel like everybody kind of feels this exact same way. So I don't really blame you on this one here. All right, so... Um, all right, where am I with this? All right, here we go. The match itself, guys. The match itself was okay. Like, I didn't think it was like the greatest match or anything. It wasn't as good as the one before. So I'll say that much here. But some cool moments during this match is we saw Puma King do a springboard swanton on Pagano. And this match, actually, now that I think about it, it was a very sloppy match. Okay, I will say that it was a sloppy match. But I think given the guys that were in this match, it's kind of like the best match that you're going to get out of them. And Pagano is known for doing like crazy things and for practically killing himself like in every match that he does. Uh, this was a more tamed Pagano match, even though there was one little moment where I kind of like cringe for a second with the way Pagano landed. But for the most part, it was a tamed Pagano match. So kind of know that ahead. Um, we see, you know, a lot of usage of weapons here. We see Pagano staple DMT Azul's chest with a stapler. We see Puma... Puma King hit um, Murder Clown with a uh, with a flag. We see Murder Clown do a top rope flip dive. It was a very slow one, but it was still impressive given his size. DMT Azul also does, uh, he tosses Pagano right into a ladder, which kind of looked nasty, but that happened. And then in the end, you see La Empresa winning this match. Puma King ended up pinning Chessman. So again, sloppy match, but it was entertaining though. So if it's going to be sloppy, at least it was not boring. So I'm okay with that. Uh, I wouldn't say it was like terrible by any means whatsoever. Um, alrighty guys, here we go. Let's see what else we got. Um, 
All right, I'm going to move on because this is it, guys. We got two more matches to talk about. And this is the one that obviously a lot of people tuned in for, especially people that don't normally watch. This is a match that got their attention. So here we go. Kenny Omega versus Andrade El Idolo for the AAA Mega Championship. So a lot of people going into this match thought that Kenny Omega was going to lose because he lost the Impact title. People are still, you know, trying to figure out what the story is, what's going on here with Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega at All Out. That's a whole thing within itself. Um, So first and foremost, this was Andrade's AAA debut. Uh, he has never wrestled for the company before. So this was a big moment there, okay? A, a lot of big moments, a lot of things that contributed to, the, to, to this match. Phenomenal entrance. Really good stuff, guys. Look and fe- looked and felt like a star here, okay? And then, again, as he had said, he had said that he was going to have somebody with him. I'm thinking again, Andra, I'm thinking Alberto, or I'm thinking Rush. But then we get a different variation of Ric Flair's song, and it is none other than the nature boy, Ric freaking Flair, guys. Ric Flair in AAA, August 14th, 2021. I'm sorry, what? I don't think anybody, anybody, was expecting this before and before Andrade made the tease, okay? Before Andrade made the tease, I don't think people were really expecting to see Ric Flair here tonight at Triple Triple Mania, okay? Uh, definitely a big moment. I was shocked, guys, but oh my god, I was so excited. I was like, hell yeah! And here's the thing. I know that a lot of people are already expecting Ric Flair to go to AEW, and I was expecting it too, okay? I really was. I was expecting it. But I don't think it was until today that I saw him with Andrade and how it felt when they came out together where I was like, yes, this is what I want now. I really want Ric Flair over at AEW managing Andrade. Like, I'm sorry, as much as I like Chavo, it's not I, I want to see Ric Flair. So I'm sorry. As much as I like Chavo, bye Chavo. Um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> and that's like the nicest way possible, okay? Uh, they need to have Ric Flair with Andrade. That's it. Again, you teased me here tonight with this. I gotta have it now. Um, so that's where I want to get at. Guys, what did you think of Ric Flair in AAA? Were you completely shocked? How did you feel about this? We got a lot... <laughs> Okay, I got to read this comment. Holy moly. Carlos Mendez, I know this is not a super chat, but I got to read it because he said Space Mountain opened up in a DF. LOL. Uh, (laughs) Jesus, you know for a fact Ric Flair is going to have a good time in Mexico, all right? He's going to have a hell of a party here. Uh, But we got a lot of people basically saying that they thought it was awesome to see Ric Flair uh, in AAA. it really was a really great moment. Everybody here is happy. Uh, Mario points out Andrade had the dirtiest player in the game in his corner. And uh, we'll talk about the ending. We'll get there in a second. Uh, we'll get there. But good stuff overall. All right. So we haven't even started with the match itself, guys. I have a whole page of notes here. So I'm just going to kind of highlight the main moments here. So first and foremost, Andrade had his working shoes, guys. I know there was a lot of people, you know, that so far, based on what we've seen on of Andrade in AEW, it really hasn't been that great, okay? Uh, the match that he had with uh, Matt Seidel wasn't that great either. So it necessarily hasn't been anything to, you know, be over the moon about, okay? Let's be real. It hasn't been fantastic, okay? And so I think a lot of people were wondering, like, man, does he still have it? If anything, if I got anything from this match it is that a that a piece not a piece a big chunk of la sombra still lives in andrade obviously if you've seen you know la sombra you still know that there's a whole lot more to be unlocked there but we definitely saw a big glimpse of that uh former man that we used to see andrade as we definitely saw that here tonight but this match kicks off with Kenny essentially slapping Andrade. Kind of a douchey move. Douchey move, but all right. Um, 
We see Andrade bumping like crazy. I don't remember the last time I saw him bump the way that he was bumping here tonight. I thought it was phenomenal. We see Andrade do a torneo uh, to Kenny on the outside. We see Andrade do a moonsault, then a backflip onto Kenny. We see Kenny hit a double underhook pile driver. He goes for the pin, but ends up getting a two count. They both start slapping one another. They're on their knees, just slapping the hell out of each other. Oh, I love this moment. I always mark, I always mark out for stuff like that. Uh, we see Kenny hit him with the V-trigger, goes again for the pin, but gets another two count. Um, we also see that the referee is always doing a fast count for Kenny. And again, he was doing this because he is a heel referee. Uh, Kenny's a heel, so et cetera. Uh, you're going to get that. Then we get Conan distracting the referee. During this distraction, Kenny shoves Andrade uh, directly onto the referee. So the referee essentially gets uh, knocked out to the side. Then we see Kenny try to hit Andrade with the belt, but Ric Flair gets into the ring and stops him. And then we both see Ric Flair and Andrade, they start to both chop Kenny Omega and they're going back and forth, getting their chops into Kenny Omega. Oh, you know, Kenny was probably marking out for that. Uh, so the really awesome moment there. Um, then Conan runs in because, as you know, he's on Kenny Omega's side. Conan runs in. Ric Flair gives him a chop. Uh, he falls to the ground. And then Ric Flair gets a figure four leg lock on Conan. And at the exact same time, you see Andrade get the figure four leg lock on Kenny Omega. So a really fun visual and a really fun moment. A creative way to incorporate both Conan and Ric Flair into this match. So I thought that was great. Then we see Kenny hit Andrade with the bout and does the one-winged angel for the win. And the referee does a fast count. And that is essentially how we see Kenny Omega retain the AAA Mega Championship here. And the finish, I will say, definitely protected Andrade. And I do think that there is going to be a rematch at some point. And again... La Sombra lives in Andrade, so that is definitely good to know. But with that being said, again, I was surprised. Part of me was a little bit disappointed. I was honestly a little disappointed, not with the match, but with the fact that Andrade didn't win. I wanted Andrade to win, especially with like how he came in, how he felt like a star, you know, coming in with Ric Flair and having such a fun moment, you know, throughout the, having several fun moments throughout this match. I wanted Andrade to win. I, I I really thought he was gonna win, to be honest. I don't know if I worked myself thinking that okay, because this happened, you know, at Rampage, that this is gonna happen here, but I didn't expect Kenny Omega to retain the championship. But with that being said, I do hope we get to see a rematch. But in terms of what does this mean moving forward, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Send in your super chats, send in your thoughts here. I hope we got a super chat from um from Abusa Flas. I don't think I'm saying your name wrong. I'm so sorry. Uh, but he says, um, Andrade to Exo? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh man. All right. Thank you for the super chat. We got another super chat from uh Jack Murphy who says, I love the show tonight. I thought Tirantes had a great night protecting uh Fabi and Andrade and uh NGD coming was awesome. Triple A needed to hit a homer. They needed to hit a home run, and I think they definitely did. I feel like if I feel like if, you know, based on everything that happened tonight, I do think that there will be people that returns, especially when they promote, you know, certain matches that may attract certain viewers. So yeah, I do definitely think that um it was a good win. Thank you so much to Jack Murphy for sending in this super chat here. Um, let's see what else we got here, guys. I'm gonna read some non-super chat comments. Do not snitch on me to Sean because I don't know if he'll like that, but uh I'll read a couple. Uh, but if you guys want to get your comment for sure read right on the air, send in a super chat here. And uh somebody says that they thought the buildup was beautiful. A lot of people also thinking that Andrade was going to win. I definitely agree with that as well. Um, El Profet Junior 88 says Andrade was getting babyface cheers this loss in the match quality got him over with the crowd exactly he definitely got over with the crowd and I think that a lot of us finally got to see that star that you know people were saying was there but we weren't necessarily seen especially now with AEW like I wouldn't say like even though his entrances have been phenomenal we still haven't seen I think the star that he could be and today 
today we did. Today we got a really nice preview of that. And we got people saying that they also believe that a rematch is happening as well. So I definitely agree with that too. And uh, we got a super chat from uh, Jorge Sandoval who says, where's Sean at? Sean's taking the day off because he does not work as hard as me. Uh, He's taking the day off. He's having a fabulous Saturday doing God knows what. Uh, Thank you so much to Jorge Sandoval for sending in uh, this super chat here. Um, all right, guys, send in your comments. I'm going to see a couple more, um, see what you guys are saying. Uh, Drizzy Drew says, so how is Kenny going to lose the bouts moving forward? Uh, there's still definitely ways, guys. There is definitely um, still ways for that and for that to happen. Also, Jack Murphy points out that he hopes we get to see Kenny versus Psycho Clown and also versus Elijo de Vikingo. Hell yeah, I tweeted that immediately. I definitely need to see Kenny versus Elijo de Vikingo. I will just go nuts. And then also versus Psycho Clown. Are you kidding me? That would be amazing. Uh, there's a lot of potential, man. It, it's it's very exciting right now to be a wrestling fan. Uh, obviously, we know that, you know, and we've... Well, in regards to impact, on the impact side with AAA, they've obviously had this relationship for a very long time, but exactly. And uh, A-Shock says Sean does not work on Saturdays like Triple H. <laughs> and let's see what else we got here. Uh, we got a super chat from Mike from Venture 2 who says, does Psycho Clown not have any friends? Question marks. With that being said, let's get into the main event, guys, because this was a really, really fun match. So, we had the main event of the night was a mask versus hair match. Obviously, Psycho Clown's mask, uh, which I have here, by the way. Uh, let me move right, right there. Nope, right there. There you go. Right there. Psycho Clown's. Okay. It's hard to point at it when the camera is in reverse. But anyways, uh, Psycho Clown uh, versus Reyes Scorpion. Uh, Reyes Scorpion's hair was on the line. So really quickly, let's give you a quick backstory here of what is happening. So here's the thing. Reyes Scorpion literally booked his own angle, guys. Legit. He started calling out Psycho Clown without the approval of AAA. He legitimately booked his own angle. I'm sorry, but I got to respect that. He went out and he did it. He got this match. Good for him. Also, there is, you know, a little bit of story here because, uh, I think like almost a decade ago, uh, Ray, and they even mentioned this on commentary and a lot of the storytelling and all of this, but Ray Escorpion took the hair of Psycho Clown's dad, Super Porky, uh, in a hair versus hair match almost a decade ago or a decade ago in CMLL. So they kind of have that history there where it's kind of like he took his dad's hair. His dad just passed away. So it's almost like you want to get that revenge, but you also you, you want to get that revenge revenge and you also want to honor your father um so with that being said that's kind of like the backstory here for this match and so Rey Scorpion wants the mask of Psycho Clown because he also got you know his dad's hair so now he also wants his mask a uh, Psycho Clown's mask excuse me so Psycho Clown comes out and you know he has his uh his his ring attire and his mask is a tribute to his father again Super Porky uh, who recently passed away. And he also comes out with his sister and uh, Psycho Clown's two sons. So this match started off with Reyes Scorpion essentially attacking him using the picture that he was. Uh, so they were holding up a uh, picture of Super Porky, like a painting. And they ended up using, Reyes Scorpion ended up using that to essentially smash it in Psycho Clown's face. So it was a really good heel move to get this match going. And it kind of started off, I would say, a little bit slow, but they were working their way in. And then they started bringing out several weapons. This match, uh, no rest holds whatsoever this is definitely a blood feud so you're gonna have you know nothing but violence by the end of this match both men were bleeding um they both brought out weapons we saw tables we saw the usage of beer bottles we saw um we saw Rey Scorpion hit Psycho Clown with a beer bottle in the head and then he starts he takes a piece of it and he starts carving it right into Psycho Clown's forehead so that was nasty um we have a dive from Psycho Clown to Rey Scorpion that was supposed to land on a table that was set up on the outside but they missed it so that was an unfortunate spot because it would have it would have been awesome had they uh, actually hit it but other than that, we see Psycho Clown smash a beer bottle over Rey Scorpion's head. And then he also then uses a p- 
piece of that bottle and literally carves it into his head as well. Again, by this point in this match, both men are bleeding. We see a Spanish fly from Psycho Clown. We then see um, we then see uh, Black Taurus and El Samoan. Oh my God, El, Sam- El Samoano. I'm trying to say that in Spanish. It's kind of hard. Anyways, but uh, they come out, they attack Psycho Clown, but then he ends up taking them out. And then in a turn of events, ladies and gentlemen, in a turn of events that I was not expecting, we saw Psycho Clown's sister, who we had came out with earlier in this match to honor their father, she, Goya, Goya Kong, she essentially turns heel and she hits them in the balls uh so that was very shocking uh but it just added to all of the drama so i loved it because i'm here for the drama but then this did not cause psycho clown the match instead psycho clown was able to win with a sunset flip roll up and so brain escorpion ended up losing his hair uh he had his daughter essentially cut his hair for him she only did a little bit because she started crying uh so it was kind of a very nice moment there in terms of having psycho clown win and i kind of also thought it was kind of a nice moment with like him bringing in his daughter to do it but then the daughter started crying because she was sad that her dad lost the match so maybe not nice moment but um it was it was nice to see how much she cared about her dad is what i'm trying to get at but that was the show uh what did you guys think of the main event itself uh go ahead and send in your thoughts we got a super chat from el rey velez who says do you think omega and cage will be both um do you think Kenny Omega and Christian Cage will be for both Impact and AEW World titles at All Out? I feel like they should do that, but I don't think so. I think it's definitely just going to be for the AEW Championship, especially that's what's been announced. Um, but I see, I feel like they already took the title off of Kenny. So then why would you essentially put it back in right away? I, I I would I would just prefer for it to be for the AEW world title. But again, I just think this whole like unexpected way in which they've done this has kind of led people to kind of be like, what the heck is going on here, you know? Uh, thank you so much, um, El Rey Velez, for sending in this super chat, though. We got another one from Aussie Kingpin who says, do you think Ric Flair will be on Dynamite this next week? I think he should be. I think he should be. It would be hella exciting. We just saw him at Triple A. Why the hell not? Let's do it. Um, so I would hope so. Uh, but thank you so much to Aussie Kingpin for sending in this super chat. I really, really appreciate it. Um, let's see what else we got here. And go ahead and send in your thoughts, guys. I'm going to scroll through a couple more. Again, if you want to make sure your thoughts get read on here, uh, we're almost about to wrap up this show. Send it in a super chat. If not, I will try to get a couple of the non-super chat comments. Do not tell Sean. Uh, we got a super chat from Christopher Marino who says, What a night of wrestling. Triple Mania was awesome. And New Japan resurgence going on in downtown LA as well. I have not checked to see what has happened at all on the show. So I have like no idea what happened on New Japan uh, resurgence. So I will have to read the spoilers later on. But um, yeah, it was definitely a fun night uh, with Triple Mania. A really, really fun night. I don't think anybody who watched the show was disappointed. I will say that. And anything else, guys? All right. I think I got mostly everybody's comment. I'm going to try to scroll up a little bit and see if I missed. Um, I, uh, let's see if I missed anybody else's comments here. We got one from uh, Space Gambler Jr. who says that was a brutal with the bottle. I agree. That was brutal, but I really liked how they did this. And uh, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to scroll through a couple more comments and see if I get as many as I possibly can. Uh we got a comment from Matt who says, really fun show. Love the last two, much, two matches, even with all the camera cuts. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that uh, maybe I'm used to camera cuts, but they didn't bother me whatsoever. They really, really did it. It wasn't anything that took away from the show for me at all. Really, really not at all. Carlos Mendes says, oh, I was about to read this comment. Carlos says, I didn't expect this many people on here. It's great to see many people enjoy 3 Play. I think a lot of people were curious too about just like, you know, Ric Flair obviously showing up at 3 Play. That's definitely newsworthy. All right, guys, I'm going to read the final super chats and then we're going to wrap this show up. Uh, we got a super chat from Dr. Sophia Bonilla, DWO EVP, who says Ric Flair versus Psycho Clown. Book it, cowards. <laughs> uh, another super chat from Mike Proventure, too, who says uh, Maki Ito won the Tokyo Princess Cup tonight, too. I didn't even see that. I haven't even seen that, guys. I'm behind. There's so much stuff going on. Um, All righty, guys. There you go. I pretty much got everything that uh that we did here. We got it all, guys. Uh, 
We got one more super chat, right? This is the last super chat that I'm reading. This one is from Breaking Sydney, who says, great work, Denise, very passionate review. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Um, Very much appreciated. As you guys know, uh, I cover a lot of stuff, so I don't like to box myself in. I love to watch all wrestling, guys. I try to watch as much as I possibly can, as you guys already know that. Um, But seriously, guys, thank you so much. Do not forget to subscribe to Fightful Wrestling. Uh, We have surpassed that 50,000 subscriber mark, and it's only, you know, higher and higher from from here. So make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Please give this video a thumbs up. Please tweet Sean, tweet Fightful. Let them know that you guys enjoyed my review today so that I can come on here and do more solo shows. And make sure to follow me on Twitter and or on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, which is the handle that you see right here. Other than that, I will see you guys back here on Monday for Sean and I's post-Raw review. Alrighty, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.